Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1635. Jesus orders me to write all this for the consolation of other souls who will often be exposed to similar sufferings. Although I was feeling very weak, I went to see the doctor, Silberg, because that was the superior's will. The sister, who was my companion, was very unhappy about this. She made this known to me several times and finally said, What are we going to do? I don't have enough money to pay for the cab. I answered, Nothing. And what if there is no cab? What are we going to get? How are we going to get there? It's such a long way. She said this and many other things just to worry me because our dear superiors had given us enough money for everything and we didn't run short. And understanding this whole business within myself, I laughed and told sister that I was not worried one bit. Let's trust in God. But I saw that my deep peace was getting on her nerves and so I started to pray for her intention. O my Lord, all this is for you and to obtain mercy for poor sinners. When I returned, I was so very tired that I had to lie down right away. But it was the day for the quarterly confession. I tried to go to confession not only because I had need to do so, but also to ask advice of my spiritual director, Father Andras. I began to prepare myself. However, I felt so weak that I decided to go ask Mother Superior Irene to allow me to go before the novices. Mother Superior answered, Go and look for the directress of novices, Sister Callista. If she allows you to go before the novices, it is all right with me. However, there were only three sisters ahead of me waiting for confession, and so I waited, because I did not have enough strength to go and look for the directress of novices. When I went in to make my confession, I was feeling so bad that I could not give an account of the condition of my soul. I barely managed to make my confession. At that point, I noted how much the Spirit is needed. The letter itself does not make love grow. Cross-reference 2 Corinthians 3, 6. On that day, there arose some misunderstandings between the superior and myself. Neither she nor I was to blame, but moral suffering remained because I could not explain the matter in question since it was a secret. This was the reason why I suffered, even though by a single word I could have revealed the truth. The 20th of March. Today, in spirit, I accompanied a certain dying soul. I obtained trust in God's mercy for her. The soul was near despair. This night is known only to you, O Lord. I have offered it for poor, obdurate sinners to obtain your mercy for them. Scourge me here, Burn me here, as long as you give me the souls of sinners, and especially, O Jesus, with you nothing is lost. Take everything and give me souls, sinners. At adoration during the forty hours' devotion, the Lord said to me, My daughter, write that involuntary offenses of souls do not hinder my love for them or prevent me from uniting myself with them. But voluntary offenses, even the smallest, 
obstruct my graces, and I cannot lavish my graces on such souls. Jesus gave me to know of how everything is dependent on his will, thus giving me profound peace as regards the security of his work. Listen, my daughter, although all the works that come into being by my will are exposed to great sufferings, consider whether any of them has been subject to greater difficulties than that work which is directly mine, the work of redemption. You should not worry too much about adversities. The world is not as powerful as it seems to be. Its strength is strictly limited. Know, my daughter, that if your soul is filled with the fire of my pure love, then all difficulties dissipate like fog before the sun's rays and dare not touch the soul. All adversaries are afraid to start a quarrel with such a soul because they sense that it is stronger than the whole world. Faustina here reveals that she writes of her sufferings in such detail because Jesus wants to console us who go through similar sufferings. Faustina went to see the doctor at the sanatorium in order to follow the will of her superior. Since she was feeling weak, she would have preferred to not go, but she was always obedient. The sister, who had to accompany her, didn't want to go either, and decided to try and get on Faustina's nerves as a kind of a revenge. Faustina trusted in the Lord and didn't fall into the psychological traps the other sisters set. This maddened the sister further. We can ask, where was her love of neighbor and her compassion for a sick sister? But we shouldn't be shocked by human weakness, even in the convent. Faustina then recounts some of her challenges going to confession because of her tiredness and her weakness. She saw how much she needed the strength that comes from the Holy Spirit to do anything. Faustina writes of a misunderstanding between herself and the superior. She suffered in order to maintain her divine secret. And Faustina sought to spiritually assist a soul that was dying. During adoration, Jesus asks of us through St. Faustina to avoid all voluntary offenses against him. They obstruct the flow of his graces for, uh, for us that he wants to pour out upon us. Uh, and Faustina was reassured about the work of mercy. All depends on Jesus' will. No earthly obstacle will ultimately be able to obstruct Jesus' will. Jesus had to endure the greatest sufferings and obstacles to his mission, uh, but in the end, nothing could stop the work of the redemption, that of our salvation. The pure love of Jesus dissipates all of the fog and all of the obstacles. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. 
Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.